0: When you go on holiday, there is no finer achievement than doing absolutely nothing. Nothing on the beach, nothing by the pool. Walking kind of nowhere and chatting about nothing. As an Expedia member, you can save up to 30% when you add a hotel to your flight. So you can have a bit more money to go out there with great ambition to do absolutely nothing. Expedia. Made to travel. Broads, this episode is brought to you by Majori, the company making fine jewelry for every day, no special occasion required. Majori pieces are handcrafted with the highest quality materials like 14 karat solid gold, sterling silver, freshwater pearls, and even diamonds. If you're looking
1: to mark some people off your holiday list, or maybe you're looking for something special to you from you, <laughs> you really cannot go wrong with Majori. Their timeless staples can be worn and loved every single day, no matter what you have on your schedule, whether you've got a night out on the town ahead or a cozy night on the couch.
0: And when you shop at Majori, you'll never pay that 10 times retail markup found at most jewelers. Just quality pieces, timeless designs, and affordable prices. That's what Majori is all about. Head to Majori.com
1: slash chatty for 10% off your first order. That's mejur dot slash chatty for 10% off your first order.
0: Broads, life is complicated enough. Getting birth control should be easy. No one needs one more thing to add to their to-do list. So let the Pill Club help.
1: The Pill Club is an online birth control subscription prescribed by a medical professional and delivered right to your door. It's that simple. And the Pill Club even carries 120 FDA-approved brands, and they're starting at just $7 per month if they aren't covered by your insurance already.
0: And right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash chatty, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Chatty Broads listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help a low-income individual get access to birth control through bedsider.org.
1: That's so cool. Uh, so go to com slash chatty to get your first birth control care package and uh, help donate to more people in need of affordable birth control. Remember, you have to go to com slash chatty in order for the donation to be made. com slash chatty.
0: Another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, broads. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. I feel like I got thrown back. I just had this moment right now where suddenly I was getting texted and emailed by everyone. And I was like, I feel like I just got thrown back into life like a base like a baseball going 100 miles an hour
0: well you know what i really think that there is something about when you get sick or when there's like a hiccup like that and then you have to pause because your body's like you can't do anything right now and then all of a sudden you put your foot back into regular life and you realize hey this probably isn't healthy all the time like like it's like I know that you like to be busy and all that but I feel like that sometimes where I'm like oh my god all of a sudden I'll like hop back in and I'll be like maybe I should slow down this and that or like maybe I should readjust that because trying to hop back in is like going trying to hop onto a roller coaster that's going like 70 miles an hour
1: well and the beautiful thing is that my management can push everything out it's a wonderful to have that flexibility so that like last week when I was taking care of Ruth all week it was like you know you're going through a lot. Let's just push this out, and I'm like beautiful, so grateful. And then I'm like, oh, that means if it gets pushed out, that means I have to deal with it now. Yes, okay. It's just, stack,
0: it's just stacking up. Okay, <laughs> stacking all right. Up. It's
1: like when you're, it's a, you know what it's exactly like. It's when you're in school and you are out sick yep. for a week. It's really like that. And then you're like, oh, but these packets that you missed, <laughs>
0: there's no. You got to do this. There's no worse feeling. The memories of being in college and getting really sick for like two weeks and then coming back and they're. L- the professors are lecturing and I don't know what they're talking about because I missed two weeks. That is stuff with nightmares. And you're just like, and you you feel the room spinning and you're like, I don't know what you're saying and like, how am I going to figure this out? And add like six more classes to that and be like, I have no idea what anyone's talking about.
1: Yeah, no, not fun.
0: (sighs) Because Lord knows when you're sick, in college, you tell yourself, you're like, I'm going to keep studying in bed. And of course you don't. I don't
1: think I really got sick in college. Now that that I'm thinking about it, I don't remember ever being out for an extended period of time.
0: I got really, really sick once. Um, I think this one guy got me really sick. You got mono. (laughs) I'm like, maybe it was because (laughs) I got like, I just got thrown on my ass for like a couple weeks once in college. And it was after making out with this one specific guy. So Mm -hmm. speaking of that, um, I had this moment. Uh, a couple days ago. It was very enlightening for me, and I'm curious mm. what your thoughts are on mm. this. Tell me. Um, so there's this guy. You know, I think everyone has. We've talked about this before. Like, I feel like most all people have that one person in their life that they're like, "Your what if, right? Mm. That it's like if life would have turned out differently mm. or if I wasn't with that certain person at that time or, you know, they weren't, maybe we would have been together or would have dated or there would have been some sort of romantic connection, okay. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a very specific one, and I've had this specific one for a while, and it was kind of always, yeah, it was always that major what-if person. Evan knows the, who the per, what-if person is, all that. Well, while I was sick in the mouth and laying around a lot, insta-stalking, obviously. Yeah, obviously. I started putting two and two together, really. Um <laughs> And over the years, now that I think about it, because he has somewhat of a platform, so he has his stuff out there in the mm-hmm. world sometimes, I've realized we have, we're have we the same person. So I'm like, everything that kind of happens, when, when it happens to him in life, it happens to me in life. He grew up the exact same, random family crossover. For, I mean, like everything's to a T the same. And I've come to realize, I'm like, I just was in love with myself. Mm.
1: This That's, a beautiful thing. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing.
0: But I literally was like, as I lay there in bed with my mouth disease, I was like, oh my God, he's me. Like, he saw post, myself reflected in this Yeah, person. he'll post his shit too. It's like, same Myers-Briggs, same Enneagram, almost the same birthday, same like, A kid, married around the same time, was an only child until the family adopted someone. I mean, like, weirdly specific. That is weird. (laughs) Weirdly specific. And I never put two and two together, and I was always like, he's my what if. And then I'm like, oh, he is you. And so then I wonder, how often are people in our lives that were we find ourselves thinking about or longing over are just really ourselves.
1: That's beautiful. I think that there are two different types. I think there is the type of person that you are drawn to because you see yourself in them Mm -hmm. or you see, uh, oh my God, this reminds me of something else I was thinking of this week. I'm sorry (laughs) for anyone I'm indirectly calling out by doing this. It's probably a lot of you. When girls post like... um, like Woman Crush Wednesday, or something like that. And it's a celebrity girl who kind of looks like them. And you know that they're sort of, they're sure. They're, they probably like them, but they're also waiting for someone to be like, oh my God, girl, you look just like her. Oh, but also it's
0: because y- you, every, like, even if you have massive, like, self-esteem issues, uh, body image issues, like, all that stuff. Like, yeah. I know for myself personally, I've ha- always had massive physical appearance issues and, and body uh, issues, right? I will find people attractive who, who like, yeah. I think look a little bit like me. And it's narcissism. Of <laughs> and it's self-obsession. <laughs> but it's because I'm like, I could be that.
1: Exactly. So that's <laughs> what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. That That is what I was going to say is... Sometimes is you see someone, you know, and, and it's personality traits, even yeah. where you're like, I could be that. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> you know, like, I think that's what it I is. I could be like that. Oh my God. Uh-huh. I think that's what it is. And sometimes
1: you get it, uh, sometimes you get it with women, even in a platonic way. Sometimes like as friends, sometimes you get it romantically. Sometimes you get it with men romantically where you're like, I could be that. And I think sometimes it is important to reflect on like, am I l- desiring to be like that? Am I, do I believe that I have the potential to be that one day or Uh, is it this person that I actually am interested in?
0: You know, wow, this is really all shaking, shaking me up. He has always been the more successful version of me. Just slightly like things are going Uh slightly better. He was always a little smarter. Uh He always was, everyone liked him a little more, Uh um, was successful, uh, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about this, it's true. He really was, he was a, a image of myself that I like, I wanted to attain that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. There are, And I'm reflecting back and there are definite, you know, who's a, you know, who's actually a great example is who we had on the podcast. Best for d- first date, Eric. Uh, you, if I really sit and reflect on it, do I want to, would,
0: did I want to be with him? No, but did I want to be like him and be, yeah. And you guys also have a, there's a similarity in there's there's a there's a very similar energy. It's a
1: drive to make like like what I really have always admired about him is the drive to make like the most of every minute yep. of every day, yep. and also this longing for your life to be this romantic narrative yep. of looking a certain way and your story unfolding. Well, even this when very- you were
0: even when you were talking about where you're like you know what scares me is like the the idea that like I could like how many books am I going to be able to read before I die? And I remember him being like, we'll just start reading them. Right. And I was like, what a moment because I can't relate to that at all. I'm like (laughs) books. (laughs) i was just like, I'm more thinking about how many parties can I go to? (laughs) Can I get more clothes? No, but for real, it was like, it was, there was a moment for sure there.
1: So, so I think of, I think of men like that who, who it, you know, it's like, Oh, I want to be like them. Mm hmm. I want to, I want to see my life in the same way that like I see their life or whatever. Um, But then there's some people that truly, I think you, and then I think of other men that I, oh, like I think of my first love and I'm like, we were very, very different, but I loved that because it was something that I just, it was something magical about this person that is so unlike me and so themselves mm-hmm. in a way that is so different from myself that's very yes. beautiful
0: this is all wow this is all really rattling me because i'm thinking i'm like evan and i we have similar interests but we're so different mm-hmm. um and then this specific person again now that i'm processing it i'm like there's so many things about him that i always wanted to be like that i want to be more like uh-huh. more unabashed not caring what people think and just being him but like and when I think of him, because I'll think of him fairly, like, you know, occasionally, whatever. It's not like a, oh, it, it doesn't feel what if. It feels more like exactly what you're saying. Like, oh, to be like that person. To be like
1: him. Right, to right, have that right, ener- right. And it's, so
0: it's more like when you're thinking, it's like, mm. I want that person in my energy. Yes. In my energetic sphere.
1: Absolutely.
0: And it's almost like when you find a person who you know it can't be platonic because there's enough chemistry mm. that it can't be platonic, but you wish that person could be in your sphere yes. so that you could be connected to them. Yes. I feel that. I definitely feel that. Okay, Brods, let's take a quick pause in the midst of this. We have to talk. I love the sense of the holidays. Peppermint, pine, sweet vanilla. Literally, I am the type of person who is burning holiday candles in September. So my house constantly smells like a candy cane. So obviously when I saw that Native, the best, and my fave natural body uh, product brand came out with an entire line of holiday inspired scents, I could not hit add to cart fast
1: Ooh, enough. Oh, I do like their candy cane deodorant a oh, lot.
0: It's so good. So there's a chance
1: you're familiar with Native's natural deodorant, which let me just say from experience, it's pretty amazing i know firsthand not all natural deodorants are created equal there's so many different brands and native is simply amazing but of course we would be holding out if we didn't tell you that native has so much more to offer than just natural deodorant in fact native's entire mission is to overhaul your hygiene routine with products that are made simply with simple products Mm
0: -hmm. i'm pretty obsessed with the body wash from native and now that i can get it uh in one of their limited holiday scents i'm even more in love i've been using the candy cane body wash like you said oh the candy! i love the candy cane oh it's so good um And for deodorant, I went with a fresh mistletoe. It has hints of cedar and sandalwood. And I could totally see myself wearing this all year round. In fact, I think I may need to stock up before these scents are gone. They're too good.
1: Stay merry, happy, and fresh this holiday season. You will love Native's limited-time season products as much as we do. Seasonal products as much as we do. Go to nativedeodorant.com and use code CHATTY to get 20% off your first purchase at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com, code CHATTY
0: for 20% off nativedeodorant.com, code chatty. So most everyone's bedtime routine probably goes something like this. Skincare routine, brush your teeth, set your alarm, and that's really it. But why not make it a little more exciting, a little more pleasurable, a little more spicy, perhaps. Bedtime doesn't have to be boring. And with the help of Dipsy, it certainly isn't anymore.
1: Dipsy is the app full of short, sexy audio stories I'm obsessed with, designed to turn the world off and you on. And now Dipsy has a brand new library of written stories to enjoy. All you have to do is relax, let yourself get lost in the story. And it's... The, the, the library has so much. Whatever you're into, there's a story for you. Whether you listen to an audio story, which it's like... um Like I always say, it's like immersive, erotic audio theater. It's so cool. It's almost like you're right in on the action. Plus, there are hundreds to choose from each week. More are added. There's always something new to explore.
0: And while you're in the app, be sure to check out everything else Dipsy has to offer, like their wellness sessions and sleep sessions, which I love, especially on nights when I'm really having trouble uh, falling asleep, no matter how much sheep I count, okay? All I have to do is turn on a Dipsy sleep session and within minutes, I'm out and I always sleep deeper and wake up feeling more rested. For listeners
1: of the show, Dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash chatty. That's 20 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash chatty, dipsystories.com slash chatty. And then there are other people too. My ex-boyfriend where we had a very all over the place relationship where we were very like each other, but um, I wasn't necessarily desiring to be like him, but we couldn't help but be always kind of obsessed and entangled with each other because we did really understand each other because we, our brains worked the same. Yes. Um, And we were also (laughs) constantly battling and arguing, gaslighting each other and all these things because we were You're, very like each other. Yes. Interesting. In our in our personalities and the way we saw the world.
0: This is very interesting. It is, right? Yeah. Because I've really been grinding. I was really grinding about it. I was like, but not in a bad way where I was like, oh my God. Right, 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 right. I've never realized how much we're the same person. But again, just he's just a little better. And it's a different feeling of,
1: it, it, is, it can still be an intense feeling of longing. So I think of the men that I have really ached and pined over and generally it was the ones that were really different from me and I was just like, oh, I'm never going to find anyone like you. Yes, 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 a thousand percent. But it is a different ache, yet a very intense one for the person you want to be like because Mm -hmm. it's not only about, like you said, not being able to have them in your sphere, Mm -hmm. but also it's almost if you can't have them in your sphere, then maybe you're losing the possibility of you being able to be like them yes and then that is very
0: i remember when this specific guy got a girlfriend yeah and i was single at the time i i was aching but it but it didn't feel as romantic it was literally like you're not in my space anymore mm. like i can't be you you're you can't be in my sphere because now you're with this person and it wouldn't be respectful for me to be as close. And we've always had this weird dynamic, like, you know, whatever. It was also, again, we were younger. So, like, the idea of, like, being mature and being like, oh, we can all still all hang right, out yeah. and be friends just wasn't a possibility. But also
1: a rejection by a person who you want to be like is very difficult because yes, then yes. you're just like, holy shit, I'm not even good enough for this person that I want to be like, fuck! me? <laughs> like, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Without even realizing. mm mm-hmm. So interesting. And now that and it's like with thinking about it too. The ones that are the most painful for me have been the ones who I'm different from. Mm-hmm. But the the partners have been the most painful of me for the ones that I'm more like. That's hurt me more. Being in the relationship with them? No, like, like when a person that I'm more like. Uh-huh gets a new partner oh. that partner bothers me more oh that's interesting that's interesting versus like when evan was seeing someone like and <sighs> evan was the love of my life when he was someone seeing someone i was so tweaked but there was something that you have bugged res- me more
1: do you almost have um a reverence in a way for the for the new partner probably. of the person that is different from you probably because I sort of feel that way about yeah. a, like certain exes and their new girlfriends, and I have a reverence and almost respect. I'm like, he did choose you, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like
0: the so breath. you
1: must be like, so you must be, you have value because he, yeah, because he chose you.
0: Yeah,
1: and then and the ones that are more like true, actually, I, I do think of an,
0: uh, another ex boyfriend who got a new girlfriend. i was just like, and I'm like, eh, fuck, fuck you. yeah, yeah, it, uh, bugs mm. it bugs me more. It bugs me more. And maybe it's because Mm. it's not who I would have chosen. Interesting. Because I feel the similarity. Mm -hmm. So you're projecting onto them
1: of of what you think they should be with. Yeah,
0: one in particular person who I also like had had a crush on for however long and, you know, whatever. And we have similarities, not as much as this other person, but we had had similarities. I remember when he started Dating this one person, it bothered me when we weren't even ever together, but it, it like it grinded at me because I'm like, I would have never chosen that person for you. And I feel like now maybe it was because I wouldn't have chosen that person for me and we were similar. It's a projection. You're like, yeah, I don't think that's what's best. Like, yeah, I'm like she's, I wouldn't she, choose I'm that. I'm like, she's kind of wired in this way where she wants to stay at home all the time and doesn't want and I'm sitting here going I would be miserable in that situation da 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 and so you're gonna be miserable and I'm projecting how I feel on that person right 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 right
1: you she doesn't make you happy you know nothing about their relationship (laughs) nothing
0: (laughs) nothing no way you're satisfied in that and the irony is it's like I end up you know marrying someone who's completely different from me that's interesting and maybe that person is like why is she with someone like that
1: People you've ever been interested in or, like, longed for or what have you, what would you say is the percentage split between those two types or three types?
0: Wait, okay, so you mean?
1: Like, would you say you have more crushes or whatever or love interests or whatever in the past who are more like you or unlike you? Like, or like, okay. or like what sort of I'm saying, like, what's the split okay. percentage yes. wise in terms of people you want to be like people who you are just straight up like and people who are. Different yeah. From you.
0: OK, I would say in general. I am most often initially attracted to people who are not like mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. but other than Evan, most everyone else who I've like gone on dates with or dated casually has been. Either like me, or I want to be like.
1: Well, I think that, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But Evan, Evan was the one. I mean, there are things. There are so many things about Evan that I like want to emulate and be like. Yeah, but he's not. I like know what me. you mean. He's not like you. Me. You never see yourself becoming. Evan. No, I'm never going to be Evan. Right. And I'm always right. attracted to people who aren't like me. Like uh-huh. I said, for the right. first, I'm like, oh my god, it's so sexy. Right. But like, he's really the only one that it's like,
1: yeah, had a real. Mm-hmm. anything real with uh what about you uh, i feel like I feel like equal i i think there's only one relationship i can think of like i'm saying where i felt like when i think on it i'm like man he and i are so similar like we see the world so much the same and we see we view ourselves in such a similar way there's only one person i can really think of like that but um I would say more men I want to be like, probably, um, yeah. than... Yeah. And then there are just randoms.
0: Sure. <laughs> and then there and are a little bit of randoms. You know,
1: kind of convenience, if you yeah. will. Um, but I, I think there are also people that I've been with who I thought that I was like them. And then the more we were together, I'm like, we are yeah definitely not like each other. Like, we might have connected on these... Similar values or things, and we're
0: like, oh my god, we're just like each other. Yeah.
1: And then six months in, I'm like, we are not You're each like each other,
0: no, at all. Yeah, when I think about it, I would say this person who was my biggest in my in my timeline, my biggest what if, and I have known for a long time, was was a lot like me, but was lot, like I said, always a little better. But the person who in my when I think of like my Of Jessica as a whole. The person who I always had the biggest crush on. Who there was never anything between us. Was the person I wanted so desperately to be more like. Yeah. I'm trying. So I'm like. did I? Am I even attract. Like do I even really have a crush on this person? Or is it literally just like. A crush in the sense of like. I respect you so much. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not even that. Or wasn't ever that sexual. Do you think. Do you think want. Right. And you right. confuse it because of the fucking cultural reason where it's like if you have any sort of desire feeling, to be around someone yes, or drawn to someone um, in the hetero Intense heteronormative sense. yeah, Yes, it's, it's like, OK, if like in the normative sense, if I am a woman and I have any sort of desire to be drawn, is it because it's of, of course it's sexual and romantic. And I'm like, especially now, like as I got older, when I realized there are so many different sides to me, there is a masculine side there's a feminine side and i'm like i'm like is it because i genuinely am just have a desire to be around that person and i want to be more like him and i i don't know right and then
1: i mean i think that then there's this questions of like what makes a romantic relationship like is that enough to
0: carry a relationship with someone you know i don't know oh man i have gotten it like oh i got into a massive argument with a friend of mine about that the other day really yeah Cause I was just like I. The older I get, the more I th- I genuinely believe that friendship is the most important thing. Uh-huh. To have a last a, a relationship that lasts lasts if you want it to be for forever.
1: I think you. Yeah, I think that. I th- yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. It's like I think that there's a connection that can carry you mm-hmm. far. And so I do think, honestly, desiring to be like someone and having that respect for them yeah to be honest especially in a hetero relationship of woman and man oftentimes would i what you know and this is something of of course i learned in some like christian book my mom gave me about relationships (laughs) but i find it very true it was like i think it was called like what men want or was was the book or something
0: but sounds about right but it had
1: some wisdom in it where it was like um there there was some they did some workshop uh, at a weekend retreat with men and women and it was like step to this side of the room. If you would rather be loved than respected, step to this side of the room. If you'd rather be respected than loved. And most of the women chose to be loved. Most of the men chose to be respected. And it was talking about how like in the Bible, here we go, guys, Here we go. bear with me, bear with me, bear with <laughs> yeah. me. Very, uh, very cisgender heteronormative structure, but w- wisdom that can be gleaned from it. Especially if you are someone that lives more in like a certain polarity of like masculine or feminine. um, So like in the Bible, it says like men love your wives and it says women respect your husbands. And there was that point of like, notice how women don't have to be instructed to love their husbands and husbands don't have to be instructed to respect their wives. And it was just talking about these different masculine and feminine uh, tendencies. And the feminine tendency is to be able to love easily, but not always to respect. And so I was just thinking even in like a, in a, in a hetero relationship Where one person is feminine, mostly feminine, the other person mostly masculine. If you're the feminine person who can really truly respect the other person, that could carry you really far in your relationship.
0: And again, what exactly what you're saying is obviously like where I how I was raised. Right. So I'm thinking now, too, I was always raised in like the sense of because you are a because you have a female genitalia. You need to be feminine, right? And I was in a home where it was push, femininity was pushed hard on me.
1: And of course, these this certain definition of what femininity is, much of which has nothing to do with these no energies of not feminine at all. masculine, not
0: at all. But that like that very heteronormative, like you know, this is feminine, this right. is feminine, and this is how you need to be, was how I, what was pushed on me when I was raised, and the um what you're talking about the men res- men. Love your wives, women, respect your husbands. It's funny because as I get older, and because what was always pushed on me was this like woman narrative from the church, right. was like, you need to be feminine and you need to respect your husband. The older I get, the more that I'm enjoying my masculine side mm. and the more that I desire respect. Oh, and not oh, love. Oh, uh huh. Because I didn't feel like I had uh-huh. access to that ever. Uh huh. And Uh I could never express, I could never be in one of my little small groups at church and be like, I want respect. Right. Everyone's sitting around talking about like wanting to feel more loved. I was like, I had this thing in me too. I believe that, you know, we have, everyone has every, like it all in them. But I had this, I had a deep need to want to feel respect. Mm -hmm. And so I think the idea too of like some, like that person who you have a crush on because you want to be like them and you respect them so much. It's like, I want to have those qualities because I respect them mm-hmm. and I want to be respected.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 You mm-hmm. know what I
0: mean? So I'm like, I want to take what those qualities that that person has because I want and deserve utter respect. And you
1: want to be validated by if you, if you can get this person to be in a relationship with you, that's also validating that they respect you enough to be in a relationship with you, yes. right? Yes. So. yes. So yes. that's difficult, too. It's like sometimes are you chasing a relationship with someone because you want the validation of if they will associate with me in that capacity, then I am even one degree closer to, uh-huh. Uh-huh. to being them, you uh-huh. know, right? Because we're on the same plane then.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's very true. I think
1: I have really struggled with that in the past. I'm like, I need to be validated that because I think this person's really great. I need to be with them. I uh, yeah. I was actually kind of going through this in um, the the therapy I'm doing is called brain spotting and it's really fucking weird. But uh, one thing that I was going over last week was um, I realized that I um this thing came up like not it was like not good enough and I was realizing mm. that in relationships, both platonic and romantic. I want to be better or best so I can be validated that I am like good enough. Mm-hmm. But in that way, mm. whether it's a romantic partner or even a friend, I, I realized that like recently with a friendship dynamic, one of my friends, we all kind of became friends around the same time. One of my friends has become besties with another girl. Okay. And I find myself just shutting off and being like, mm, why even try to be friends with her? Cause she's besties with this person. Um. And I'm like, I don't even want to be besties with her, though. I don't want to spend every other day with her. I have no desire to do that. However, in my brain, that needs a certain type of validation. Right. Because this other friend is higher up on the hierarchy. I'm like, what's the point?
0: I've been trying <laughs> yeah, to be friends. Yeah, just cut it off. You know, yeah, sure, what's the sure. point?
1: And realizing that in romantic relationships, it's been really similar too, where I have to be best partner ever in their eyes, or I have to have them choose me in the first place so that I know that I am better than these other people because mm. they have selected me.
0: Interesting. Okay, yeah. and
1: uh, it just kind of reminds me of all of this because it's like, at what point are the way that we, how how am I choosing to become closer friends with someone or become romantic with someone? How much of that is a desire to be around that person all the time, and how much of that is the desire to be validated in, you know, oh, your better or best, and I think and that, you're good enough.
0: I think that conversation is. One that is applicable to more of us than would care to admit it.
1: And I've realized that in some of my friends that I feel most comfortable with, this is like fucked up to say, but it's the truth. I feel the most comfortable with them because I'm like, I have a sense that they um I don't know how the word what the word is to use. Like, not that they think highly of me, but it's almost like I feel like. Oh I know that they really value their friendship with me, mm-hmm. therefore I feel very comfortable with them mm-hmm. in certain relationships
0: well, yeah, it's because it's like that makes complete sense to me because when you feel valued right and you feel like the people who you're who are friends with you in some capacity are like, wow, we admire these things about you and right. she's better in these ways. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that a hundred percent makes sense with. As women, for however long. Yeah. However fucking long, we've been set up by patriarchal forces to be competitive with right, each other. Right, right. So it makes complete sense that like our natural, like, learned instincts and trauma and all that would make us be like, no, I feel more safe when I know that that I'm with women who can recognize that I could beat them at this and right, this. Right, 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 the right. The acceptance sure. of that versus sure. versus having women around sure. who are like not it I use if it's a weird word to say admitting that in some ways you could beat them out in this way that there's like an so it's like when we're in a relationship it's like oh I can I can acknowledge that you could win at this and you can acknowledge I could win at that and so now we're all safe right right totally and And they're so fucked up but it makes sense with with what has been forced on us for thousands of fucking years and there
1: are definitely women that I'm friends with who are just very confident in themselves and I am intimidated by that even though they are a great person who's not trying to assert that they're better than me or anything, but I'm just like, and even with, you know, it's the same thing with men. I have these in, I'm sure we all have these, these uh, completely made up narratives of who people are and what they're going to value. And and we make up what we think Mm -hmm. with, with girlfriends, with guys, with whoever, with any kind of people. We are constantly... Measuring going doo, 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 doo. do you do I believe that you think I am good enough for you? Yes. Or to be associated with.
0: Oh, Wait, for some reason
1: I think that you you don't feel like I'm good enough. I am going to shut down and not talk to you.
0: We assign value and rankings to ourselves and other people constantly. All the time. All the time. We're like,
1: or always passing judgments.
0: Now I will say the the best life decision, and I can say this confidently, the best life decision i ever made was to start being friends with the women i was intimidated
1: by -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: the women who i was like they're so confident and like i just i'm intimidated by like how strong they feel or how strong they are and how confident in themselves they are changed my life Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: it was like it 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 it's hard to even like put into words.
1: No, I think it makes sense. Just people in general. Yeah. When I'm thinking of just any kind of person and however I want to be with them, be it romantic or platonic, I I want to just I want to get to the point where I can just put myself out there and be comfortable being myself. And what it really comes down to is can we accept rejection or not? Mm hmm. That's really what comes. What, that's yes. that's the fear, right? That's why we don't choose to interact with these people that we're intimidated by, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're worried about being rejected by them, no matter in in whatever way we're trying to relate yeah. to them.
0: And and what a feeling! I mean, it's no one's ever perfect at it, and it's like it's a nonstop, you know, trying to get to the top of that mountain. But when you start to be able to learn how to like handle rejection well,
1: <sighs> I don't think I'm good at it. Really? Well. I mean, outwardly, and I feel like you're
0: growing. You're, I mean, like we're all we're all yeah. growing, but I, I think feel like you outwardly, can even- I can handle it fine. Okay, I'm not
1: going to with a- any person. I am not one to ever get crazy, but inwardly, I will just be like,
0: ah, no, <laughs> oh, and I will no. think about yeah. it. And,
1: you know, mull it yeah. over at night. You know, like that person didn't want to be friends with me. Like, yeah. <laughs> so maybe I just need to do it more.
0: I think I got, I'm still not great at it, but I think I got better at handling rejection because I, I was in the environment that I was like growing up in. I always kind of felt a little bit like an oddball. So I felt like I received rejection quite a bit. (laughs) So I think I just got used to it and I used to then just let it grind me like constantly but because I think I got used to it, I was, like, when I w- then realized where I was just, like, why does it matter? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, like, why Why do I want someone to like me who doesn't like me? Right. Like, especially, we've talked about this before, but I'm, like, I'm way better at that with, like, romantic partners. Yeah. Like, if I had a crush on somebody and then they didn't like me back, it would, like, sting me for a second. But I've got, oh, yeah. I've got good... At being like, you can also
1: justify it and be like, he's a loser. Or yeah, just be
0: like, or just be like, oh, well, whatever. You're not into me, like, embarrassing. You yeah, know, yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You're lost. Uh, you're lost. But with friendships, it's definitely more challenging. I for know. Sure, because it's you so have, personal. I have
1: realized though, like, I think what I also have to con- ter- come to terms with is you can't have an all-or-nothing approach. You can't approach it like, I want this person to be my best friend or like, I want this person to be my husband or, you know, my wife or my person, whatever because then you're like you're you're leaving so much room for disappointment but i think sometimes just making peace with like yeah. okay i want to be near this person and maybe they don't want to be super close friends but maybe we can grab coffee every now and then and have a chat and i will really enjoy it and so yeah. i just have to accept that that's going to be what our relationship is going to be yeah and make peace with that yeah but i think it's just, it is necessary to put yourself out there and also what i've what you come to realize i think the more that you start to do it definitely been doing it more this this past year than i have in the past several years um and i I remember a similar period when i was on the bachelor where i was in the same sphere of like being like i'm just gonna fucking go for it and try to make friends you do realize how many people want to connect and be friends
0: most everybody most everybody most everyone wants friendship and you feel seen and feel heard and feel connected
1: yeah. And you know why I actually, why I, and, and I, I know it's, it can be really, really hard to like make friends and mom friends is something I hear often. But you know what I've realized is that like all moms are desperate to be friends with people. Yeah. And so literally I've met people at the park and have been like, dude, let's exchange let's numbers and like mm-hmm. text me when you're coming to the park. Totally, and it's a great excuse because you both have kids, so you're like, "Oh, we'll get the kids together, whatever." But like, just put yourself out there and do it because you, the other person, like, eight out of ten times, is going to be like, "Okay,
0: yeah, (laughs) oh my (laughs) yes, most most all, most all moms are lonely and like, hey, get me out of the fucking house with my kids, and like, they're going to get entertained. I'm going to have someone to talk to. Like, even if you're so different, and I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, I when ember now that ember's older obviously she's in school all the time so i'm not like doing that during the week but like when she was younger um and she was doing like part-time daycare i remember when i started to connect some of the moms in her class and i remember i was so like i felt really shy because in la i'm very young even though i'm not young but i'm young hello yeah (laughs) yeah i'm young for being a mom out here um
1: how and old so, were you when you had
0: ever? 28. 27. 27, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. And uh, so I was like. You know, everyone you always like thought don't I was have an it, uh, You
1: don't, f- you feel like you have it together sometimes as much as oh, these other, like, no. I'm like, these moms have got shit. They Unlock. were all, they were
0: all business women and like superheroes. Yeah. And uh, they've like, li- they had like lived life, right? You know, and then they were like, okay, now I'm ready to have a child. Yeah. And like, and I, like, I, like had
1: I know not. how to pack a fucking <laughs> lunch. You better believe. It's
0: like, I am not. And like, I felt, you know, I, at the time, like, I was just, you know, I was doing my stay at home mom stuff, which was so much work, but I, wasn't looking at them and I was feeling so insecure. I'm like, yeah. we have nothing in common and yeah. da da, da, da. And So I was so shy to like hang out and one day it was someone's birthday so we all ended up kind of being forced to get together and I was so anxious about it because I'm like, they're just going to think I'm this loser and it ended up being like the best hang and they were all so cool because we were all just different and yeah. I was then to them, they were like, oh my God, like you they want to <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That was my role and like I was like, Okay, so maybe I haven't had like the life experience or I don't have the badass jobs that these women have and keep it all together. Yeah. But they were all just like, You're crazy and like you're funny and I was like, Okay, this is fun like and it and it was just I don't know, I was just shocked by How accepting and warm. And I think, like you said, most moms are just that way. And
1: honestly, just people in general, some people who even come off as cold, it's usually because they're fucking insecure and they're not used to someone putting themselves out there for them. I've I've had to reckon with that, too, and be like, you know what? That probably wasn't personal. That person was probably just uncomfortable because we live in a big city and they're not used to someone being forward and open to them. A
0: thousand percent a thousand and
1: maybe they just don't like you but you know why not just if you're making it up in your mind make it the better case scenario and put it on them and say they're nervous and anxious
0: yeah and speaking of people who are you know who are rude and don't (laughs) accept you um i went to san diego and met the bachelor alumni so should we talk about that yes (laughs) yes yes we should but let's get into it (laughs) Oh, first, though. Yeah, first, 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 first. We you have gotta to pause. i gotta leave you on. I got to leave you at the edge of your seats, okay? Listen, broads, <laughs> holiday gift buying is in full swing for us and hopefully for you because you're running out of time. But whether you're doing most of your shopping online, mailing presents to friends and family far away, or you're a small business sending out orders, one thing's for sure, and that is that none of us have time to spend uh, standing in line at the post office right now. And thanks to stamps.com. You don't have to.
1: That's right. With Stamps.com, you can do everything you would normally do at the post office right from your home computer. And when we say everything, we mean it. From Stamps.com, you can easily compare prices and delivery dates across all major carriers and even get discounts you can't get at the post office like 40% 40% off USPS and 76% off UPS rates. Big savings. Once you decide which carrier to go with, simply print your label, schedule your pickup. That's it.
0: And if you're a business uh, shipping orders this season, stamps.com makes things even easier because they integrate with all major selling pro- platforms like Amazon, Etsy, and Shopify and will send your custom. Uh, delivery notifications from the time the order is placed all the way until it's delivered. It's a lifesaver for small businesses right now.
1: Deliver more smiles this holiday and start shipping and saving with Stamps.com today. There's no risk. And with our promo code Chatty, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free shipping credits and a digital scale so helpful. No long-term commitments or contracts. You'll be up and running in minutes. Just go to stamps.com, click on the mic at the top of the homepage, type in chatty. That's stamps.com, promo code chatty, stamps.com. Easy e-commerce shipping for less, a lot less.
0: Uh, you know those people that are just lucky, like the type of people that seem to win every sweepstakes or contest that they enter no matter what it is? Yeah, well, that's not me. <laughs> okay? But I am hopeful that my luck will change sooner rather than later, which is why I always have my eye on a prize. I can win with Omaze. But Omaze is even better because not only can you enter for a chance to win amazing prizes, you can uh, support great causes at the same time. I
1: think this is so cool. So the way so it works cool. is super simple. All you have to go to is Omaze. Dot com slash chatty select whatever prize you've got your eyes on for example. I don't know maybe the Miami dream house Maybe (sighs) karaoke with Charlize Theron or maybe a brand new car Okay, once you've selected your prize you can choose a donation amount from ten dollars to one hundred fifty dollars You're gonna get entries for the grand prizes more money
0: donated And and uh, that means more prizes. Mm -hmm. So far, Omaze has raised more than one hundred and fifty million dollars to support over 250 nonprofits around the world and has been featured on shows like Good Morning America, The Today Show, Stephen Colbert. There's no fine print broads. These prizes are amazing and so is the impact on the charities. You can
1: also go see who's won what they show that too. Yes, on the website. Enter today for your chance to win life-changing prizes and experiences and give to some incredible charities at the same time at omaze.com slash chatty plus receive 20 extra entries when you enter code chatty20. Heck yeah. That's omaze.com slash chatty.
0: So I was just kidding about the people being rude. <laughs>
1: okay, but... Just tell us who you were hanging out with this past week from Batch Nation.
0: Oh, you want the you want the actual I want the guest list. Okay, so um, I was hanging out with Tammy. Um, I was hanging out with Katie and John. I was hanging out with Anna. This weekend, I was just joking. Everyone, I will say this: everyone was so kind. Yeah, yeah. I was. No one h- gave you the cold shoulder at all. Um. You don't have to name names. Did anyone give you the cold shoulder? Yes, there was a one couple okay. that gave me the cold shoulder, mm-hmm. and I wasn't me. surprised. Whisper it to me. Oh, oh, I already know. Yeah. Um. Other than that, <laughs> you didn't tell me, but I already knew. Yeah, yeah. Um. But I was, you know, I was feeling a little like feeling a little nervous because I'm like, okay, we, here we go. We're on our podcast and we talk like massive.
1: Right. No, Shit. I would be uncomfortable.
0: Right. So <laughs> I was a little like, bit I'm walking in going like everyone, they're all friends. They're all, they all did this show together and I'm not part of this. So um, what am I walking into? Is everyone going to be, like, really weird and distant with me? And I'm going to be, like, wandering around. So, of course, I brought two girlfriends. Yes, of course. Becca Becca was sick and couldn't come, which I'm devastated by because you and I just would have had a blast. But um, I I brought I also
1: would have been nervous. I would have been a little nervous. I get nervous about that kind of thing. You know what's so
0: funny is, that, like, so you know very well the two girls that I brought. Yes. But um, they've never watched the show. So they don't know anyone. So they didn't understand, like, that I was nervous. Oh, Yeah. So like when I walked up and I saw certain people and I was like, okay, like I said crazy thing. I'm like, you know, like looking yeah. at Chase and being like, hey, Chase, and like, what's going on? <laughs> I'm just feel i like, <laughs> so, I'm like so all I can picture is me doing the Wolverine like bra impression and be like, oh, I'll smoke bros. And like seeing him being like, how are you? <laughs> be <laughs> nice respectful. Oh, I know. Was Aaron there? I wish. That's shocking. Isn't he from San Diego? I think so. I would have that's actually I was really hoping Aaron was going to be there because I was really wanting one of my single girlfriends to like have a moment with Aaron so that I could come back and report them having hooked up (laughs) because I just felt like that would have been a funny time. Um, (laughs) But okay, so I there was one. Yeah, there was one cold shoulder moment. Other than that, everyone was so nice. So nice. Um. And it seemed like you had a really good time too. I had a blast. I had so much fun. S- Stefan, through it, was an amazing party. He did such a great job. Like it was like it started snowing, there were fireworks. Like he just absolutely crushed it. Um, Inspiration for your vowel renewal. <laughs> honestly, I'm going to be calling <laughs> Stefan. I'm like, hello. Um, but I'll say this. <laughs> Obviously, like I don't, there were a lot of like personal conversations that were had off mic. Mm -hmm. About tea. Okay, I gotta ask this though. Uh Uh-huh. Was most of the tea
1: having to do... Would you say it mainly had to do more with like production stuff, like things you didn't see, I can't say under contract, or was there also a lot of tea and having to do like, you don't know how this person really is? Both. (gasps) Ooh. Yeah. The juiciest stuff you heard fell under what category, would you say?
0: I would say the juiciest stuff I heard fell under... Production that, like, to it to like a wild extreme. Interesting. Yeah. I'll just say this I walked away from this party being like, my favorite people at this hang were the villains by a mile.
1: Villains got a villain.
0: Villains got a villain. And the nicest, kindest people we the ones who we've all dubbed villains.
1: Well, you know, the thing about villains, too, is they let it all hang out.
0: Yes. Yes. So but like but like to the point where it's like, OK, like obviously there are certain people who on the podcast when we're going over what we see, I've talked shit on mm-hmm. who were very generous being like, I get it.
1: Who was the most surprising to you in that regard? Like who is the most who's the most kind to you where you were like, you do not owe me that.
0: Oh, you know, um, you know, Anna was really nice. Mm. I sort of expected you to say that for some reason. I don't know Anna why. Anna was like, was like, I'm in the bathroom, like, comes up and is like the biggest sweetheart. Oh. Uh. And I was like, hey, you know, we went hard. And so it was very much like, okay, well, you know, I'm I'm not expecting like you uh, to have a cordial conversation yes, with yes. me. Um and she was just so kind. Chris Conran and Alana uh-huh. were Okay, so obviously, right, they got they get skewered. Skewered.
1: They didn't really do anything wrong though on the season.
0: Well, right? Chris was with Jasenia and oh, then Alana right. showed up. That's right. And then they had this whole thing where it looked like they didn't like each other and right. then they left. Well, they've been dating the whole time and they live together now. Oh, well. And I'll tell you that they're very much, it seems very much in love. Yeah. They were just like living their life together on the dance floor. Well, I know
1: people were pissed about the Jesenia. Oh, yeah. And I do I do remember how he was like literally walked into the other room and started kissing the other. Yeah, not a great look. Yeah. But it definitely was not on the same um, level of like Brendan and no, Piper status. No, 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 status. no, But
0: Chris is wanting to come on the podcast and share what he can. So I don't want to like speak for him and he says that he's
1: and so he can talk about
0: it on the podcast Uh, we're gonna see what we can do I'll talk I'll talk to you about it off mic but um they were they were absolutely like the kindest and he was so sweet he like right away came up and was like extending himself and he was like I just want to let you know that I'm a huge fan of the podcast I love the broads and the bros so we love we support we support Chris I love that um but uh so yeah, my to me, shining star Tammy. No one's more fun than fucking yeah, Tammy. Yeah, Tammy is a blast and a half. Uh-huh. Um, also, a couple of the Love Is Blind girls were there, who I was so excited. I'm like, at first I saw them and I didn't recognize who? them because, um. So, Lauren, who was um, Lauren who was from like remember she was in the pods and Barnett was between her and Amber. And oh, he yeah. chose Amber. Oh. So she was there and she was really great. And then um, the final coupling with Love is Blind, there was uh, the girl Kelly. This one who was with, um, her hair was dyed differently at the time.
1: Huh, vaguely remember.
0: She was with the one guy who was super soft spoken that we were like, oh my God, we he's so nice. And then she left him at the altar. Oh, and like she oh. wanted to go have more fun. Oh. That's kind of the narrative that was shown. What was her name? Kelly. Oh, I remember that. And that was
1: a, that was a, that breakup sucked. That breakup yeah, 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 sucked. Sucked. yeah, 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 yeah. Found out a
0: lot of fucking tea about that one. And she is very, very kind and nice. But I found out a lot. I was just like hearing all the behind the scenes shit that like, Everyone's you know. like, please listen
1: to the truth behind my <laughs> <your> story. <laughs> it was
0: definitely a little bit like, um, hey, so <laughs> can we like let you know actually like what went down? Um, But I again, I don't know how much I can share because... You know, in the moment, you're like, you don't want to no. screw anybody over.
1: Um, no, but can you say any, can you give any tea without names? Like someone said that something. Um, I'm trying to think here. I'm putting you totally on the spot right now.
0: I can say that in certain situations, breakups are made to look like it's one-sided and one person is heartbroken Mm. while it was very much a mutual decision until producers pulled over someone and was like, act like you're heartbroken. And so one person is painted like a villain while the other person um, thinks that it's a mutual breakup because that's what they discussed and they're completely blindsided when the episodes come out.
1: Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. Hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. On The Bachelor?
0: I'm just going to... Leave that open, open ended.
1: Well, I wouldn't be, I mean, I'm sure that happens on, I'm sure shit like that happens every season. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. All it was was it was one of those moments, like where I said, where I'm like hanging out with them and everyone's like, everyone's really great, but in general, it's like, People who were painted as the villains, who like I went hard in the paint, it was a good reminder to be like, this is fucking TV. Yeah. Then you meet the people, and you're like, okay, yeah. Wait yeah. until you
1: and Martin are partying, you know, in Miami. I know. I'm going to be months. like, oh my
0: god, Martin, you're not so bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, so all how the do you people, find your soulmate? all the
0: people that you know, I'm referring to, are the ones who you're like, there were moments where you're like, yikes, and then you find out that maybe certain things were manufactured and manipulated around. Um, okay, what about also talk to Katie and John? Yeah, she was great. I mean, she, I, I, I. Obviously, like, you know, she had certain things where she was like, they're obviously behind the scenes things and personal relations yeah. things that i i'm not going to share yeah. she's saying this not yeah i'm not yeah. saying this right now she, that she's like i'm not i can't I'm just can't share yeah that make me feel confident in the decisions that i made yeah and she's like i'm just the happiest i've ever been in my well, life and also essentially she's just like yeah there's shit that the public doesn't know about hello yeah. and she's like there's also shit that the public doesn't need to know about because right. it's my life right right she's like and all i care about now is that i'm the happiest i've ever been and do i want to celebrate it yeah and if you have a problem with me celebrating it oh well and they were very much in love mm-hmm. and she is wonderful and fun and i totally get why she's in love with him he's super fun and super kind and uh and yeah so so were a yeah. lot of people heavily drinking Okay. Okay. So here's let me, let's let's get back down to brass tacks here, Brad. All right. Enough of that. Enough of this talking I know, nicely about I people. Know, no. Listen. Who listen, got drunk? I I never want to put people in weird situations where I'm t- hanging out personally and then like spilling yeah, yeah, their yeah, info. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah just, of course. Of course. How, what I'm going to do? No. No. Not. But no. <laughs> I will tell you this. I embarrassed myself. <laughs> so hard i'm so, like i will never recover from the level of embarrassment that i felt so yes go ahead
1: <laughs> i do want to know though like how many people were a good amount of these bachelor folk and uh, reality tv people getting real having a real good time
0: everyone was most everyone was partying
1: yeah were there but any people that you don't have to name names were there any people that did get a li- that did get real a little
0: not sloppy? not anybody who was from the show okay there's a lot of plus ones there. Okay. Randos. There's a few of them that it got. A little, and then, and a then it messy. got open to the public towards the end. And so those people were mixed in. And there were some people who I think had come from like previous things. And it was getting It got a little, a little, a little hectic towards the end yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, but I, on the other hand, um, so it's been a minute since I drank. I've been, I haven't been drinking the past few months. um, And I went to this party and I hadn't eaten anything. I'm nervous going in. Like we said, I'm like, oh my gosh. I would be too. Is someone going to fucking confront me? Yeah. Is this going to be. And then also when you have a. It's it's, it's not even like you're consciously. If you have any drink in your hand, water or
1: alcohol or anything. And you're nervous. You are. I don't know about you, but I am sipping that thing. 1,000%.
0: 1000%. I have that straw in my mouth every other second it's just I need I have need something. 1000%. Uh-huh. So I'm like I am walking into this the first people I see are a table of people who I've talked shit on. Yeah. Yeah, I, we got there earlier, I guess, than I meant to. And there yeah. there were when we showed up, there weren't tons of people there. Yeah. And it was a table of people that I've talked smack on. And I was like, oh, my God. And I'm just walking directly into it being the only not bachelor person there at the moment. Thank God for Tammy, who literally ran up to me and like grabbed me in a big hug. And then everyone was so nice, like coming after. But that yeah. m- initial walking in mm-hmm. moment, I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. So then I'm just like, oh, God. And I'm just – I haven't eaten anything because I'm nervous. And then I start drinking. It's open bar, and I'm sipping. And like you said, mm-hmm. I'm nervously drinking. Or then just even casually when you're then relaxed, more in conversation. But you don't know the people. So you're still having, like, small talk for a lot of the yeah. the time. um, And so then I'm not eating. That's happening. What I don't realize I start doing as I'm drinking mm-hmm. is in my purse – I have my weed pen. Mm-hmm. I have never had weed and drank at the same time.
1: All I'm going to say is because you told me that this happened and you are so lucky that you did not get the spins and ended up vomiting.
0: Oh, I did. But that was once I, well, no, I did get the spins. I didn't vomit until later and I, when I was not there anymore. Thank God. But I was having the spins on the dance Horrible. floor. Horrible. Becca, I start. Horrible. I start hitting the weed pen. And now it's like, again, it's a nervous... It's just something I'm doing. You're doing... Yes, I I know that feeling. You're like, I'm just drinking, eating, smoking. (laughs) And I've never... I've never... Smoked and drank at the same time. And I'm also on an empty stomach. I'm cruising for numerous hours. We're good. I get in a pocket... I'm starting to like hang. Now I'm now I'm like, oh, Katie and I had been talking for a while. We're vibing. I'm having great conversations with Anna. And I'm like, I'm I'm we're here and I'm having a lot of fun. Also, a few other bachelor podcast people were there. Justin takes Batch, by the way, obsessed with him. Uh-huh. Um, Blake's co-host. Like, I mean, they were there were some great, it was a it was a hang, it was fun. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I am on a different planet. And i As I say things, the words that are coming out of my mouth, the moment they exit my mouth, I don't remember what I said. Like, it's like, I've never had it like that before. And again, it's because I never smoke. I never smoke and have drank ever. Like, and and I am new to weed. So I'm in this weird state where I'm like looking at somebody and they're spinning. And I'm saying something in the second... It comes out, I don't remember what they what I said, but then I hear their response back to me.
1: Bro, you're just fucked up. I'm
0: absolutely is it crossfaded is the term? When you have Yes. Okay. First of all, I feel like such a boomer being like, is it crossfaded? you <laughs> you're you were good and fucked up. So I told Becca this already because I was proper embarrassed. So like I said, everyone was nice. I was really shocked at how nice everyone was, minus the one little snub situation. Granted, I didn't talk to Best everyone. Best assumptions assume they, they, it was, uh, this is my thing too. I assume, I'm like, oh, you, which is so fucking cocky to be like, you know who I am. Maybe they have no fucking right. clue who right. I am, right. right? And like I said too, I didn't talk to everyone in the party. Well,
1: well, they know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: know who I am. They know who I am. They didn't know who you are. Oh, God. It got a little, ooh, it was a little awkward. One, one person definitely knows who you are. One person definitely knows who I am. Because lim- weren't you ta- and when there was a snub situation, I got all sorts of red. When I tell you, I was like, like red, like I was so angry. Okay, just
1: tell me, like, did they, like, what, what was the snub?
0: Since you're not naming names, it wasn't, it wasn't like mean. It was it, just subtle. The they way. probably
1: just hate you. They and hate me. me, which
0: is fine. I totally get yeah. it. I'd probably hate me too. <laughs>
1: but now like, I'm thinking of like the things that you said about them, and I'm like,
0: mm-hmm. I don't blame them. That's my thing. I wouldn't blame anyone. If me I either. walked in that room and they were all fucking rude to me, I would not, I'd be like, I get it,
1: yeah. Or I would maybe I would probably be nice to you because I have a hard time being rude to someone. But I would be like this. I would I would maybe be like this fucking bitch. Yes, is going to be all nice to me after yes. saying the fucking wildest <laughs> like,
0: shit. I don't blame them at all. No, they would. I, that's I, why I was getting yeah. nervous about going. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And so that was my thing. I was so I came back. Are good sports. Some people are great sports and that's why it's like I came back. I'm like, yeah, I learned tea from some people that's like behind the scenes stuff that I can't necessarily talk about, but I didn't have tons of tea of like, oh, this person was rude or awkward or whatever, like with me. Everyone was so nice. Like I said, I didn't talk to everybody, but all the people I met were so nice. The one person I really wanted to hang out with and talk to, but I kept like missing her was Katie Moe. She was there and I was oh, like, I yeah, want to talk yeah. to you. I feel like
1: I think I told you I ran into her at the airport, which was right. Oh, did you really? Yeah.
0: So on we were on the
1: same plane to Mexico in May. What
0: did you <laughs> yes. guys talk?
1: Yeah, she, I think she came up and said hi, or I came up and said hi. I I'm actually horrible when I see people in public, even if I have no problem with them. I get, I'm like, this is where my brain goes. I'm like, we don't know each other very well. What the hell are i gonna talk about? Oh my god, I just hope they don't notice me. You know, I like, yeah. I really don't <laughs> like talking to people in public. I really don't. So I see her in line. I'm like, oh, she's from the Bachelor, and then. You know, she caught my eye or something. I was like, "Oh, hey!" I mean, but she's so nice. She was going to. It was crazy because of COVID stuff. Her boyfriend was in the UK. I think. I don't think they're together now. I don't know, but I think that he had to spend like two weeks in Mexico in order to come to the US. So they were spending two weeks in Mexico together, so that he could come, or she was going to the UK from there. Like they had to. They had to somehow get into the country through Mexico.
0: Well, she seems lovely. Yeah. I like was seeing yeah. her from afar and I she but I didn't really want to nice. bother her because she was like, you know, with her friends yeah. and I, but I was like, hello. Um yeah. but I didn't get to talk to her. But like I said, I was just blown away at how kind everybody was, considering the situation and everyone was like super fun. Um but like I said, there were a few people I didn't talk to and there were a couple people that I did specifically kind of avoid. Mm-hmm. Um and which, there are other
1: people you forced yourself upon.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Getting back to the crossfaded situation, I felt like I was in the fucking pocket, right? I felt like I was like, I was doing
1: it. We're good. Mm -hmm, Yeah, that's right before your downfall 30 minutes later. And then your girl,
0: your girl starts getting a little loose because I'm feeling, um, you know what the problem is? You're feeling good and you're like, I'm going to feel gooder. Yes. I'm going to feel better if I get this off my chest and force it on you that I'm like, yeah, or Nothing you're like, personal. or you're like I'm feeling good. I'm going to hit the pen again or I'm just going to have another drink cuz you're, you know, you're not. Yeah. And it was the relief and whatever. So I'm start to bop around and talk to people I hadn't before, which for instance, like I was talking to Chasen's girlfriend. I had kind of been avoiding <laughs> him before. <laughs> she was super sweet, but I'd been avoiding him before because I was like, oh God, right, we right, talked right. so much shit. But then he was so nice. He literally like came over, bought me a drink. He was, he was cool. They were nice. Everyone yeah, yeah. was nice. Everyone yeah, was partying. Yeah, yeah. There was one specific person though, as I continued to go down my drunk high um, moment where I just took it upon myself that I was like, I'm going to go out of my way to try to let this person know that though I might have said negative things on the podcast, that I think that they are... They're gorgeous. They seem so fun and so nice. And um, I... What cracked me up, too, is when you told me about this, you were
1: like, (sighs) I think it's a charming thing when I get drunk. (laughs) I tell people how hot they are.
0: And it... It actually... It probably is a charming thing because who doesn't want to be told that they're beautiful, you know? I'm just like, I really embarrass myself because I am the type of person when I do get drunk and I look back the next day and I'm like, I hope that made that person feel good. But I'm the type of person who at a bar, (laughs) I'll be in the bathroom and a girl will come out and she will be looking stunning. And normally when I'd be like, you look cute. And I would say that normally. I will be like. Honestly, Honey, step <laughs> on, step on me like I'm obsessed with you. Honey, like, <laughs> push me up against the wall right now. Like, oh. You're looking at
1: Queen up and down. Oh my god, I wish I had tits like yours. Like you're just like this that kind of thing. That
0: is one thousand yeah. percent. In fact, now that I'm now I'm starting to remember stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, I was saying so many like wild things to some people about like how stunning they were. I'm like, oh my god,
1: <sighs> confidence booster.
0: So this specific person had talked some shit on, and I was like, "I'm gonna just let them know that I've been seeing them around, and they seem fun." I've and noticed nice. them. I've noticed them. <laughs> Little old me. Oh my god! And so I went up to this person, and I was so intoxicated that I did not know. And I can tell you now, to this moment, I still do not know what was coming out of my mouth. Like it was I was probably all good things. I hope it was, but I think it was really over the top. You know
1: what? It probably, I, that's what I was going to say. It was probably all good things. And to be honest, if you had said them so, you know what, you know how it is. If Especially if you've only had like two drinks and someone's cup coming up to you who's had five or six and, <laughs> and, and, <weed. laughs> and, yeah. And they're just kind of like expecting, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. The person's expecting you yeah. to engage with them. And it's not even sometimes what they say, you know, so don't overthink it. I think sometimes it's not even what they say. It's, it's just like. I don't want to engage with you. Well, I don't and, know and, and you. honestly,
0: like, in my, in my little narcissist brain, there's this part of like, oh, you know who I am. And now looking back, again, don't know what I said. Have an idea, but don't know what I said. But in my narcissist brain, I'm going up to you going, oh, they know me and we've been avoiding each other. And now I'm telling you that like, it's all good. So sorry about my words. And instead of apologizing, I'm just going to be like, compliment you to death.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So to, to, to give the the recap is that Jess told someone they were hot, then really got in her head about it. Uh-huh. Because, and they were kind of like, okay, thanks. And then you, what did you proceed to well,
0: do? Well, I then, their reaction again, now looking back on it, I go, you didn't know who I was. And you were like, who is this? Random Why are you talking to me? This, this is probably the
1: bottom line. Why are you talking yeah, to me? I'm
0: looking for my friends, and this person is like coming up to me and again saying God knows what about like being fun and hot and da 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 da. And you're like I know, and, and they're the, like I know I'm hot. Well, Why and the person are you talking was to me? Just like thank you and like tried to <laughs> sidestep me. My mass paranoia with the weed and the alcohol made me think that they thought I had an agenda. Whether they thought I was hitting on them because they know that you're with Evan. Exactly. They know everything about me everything about me. And just
1: clarify, you've never had a conversation with this person before.
0: No. Yeah. I really know not, I know nothing of them except for being on the show and what I said. And broads, by the way, I'm not saying who it is because I'm too fucking embarrassed. Okay. There's some things that I can't reveal because it's too embarrassing. Um, So I then get in my head and I'm literally like, okay, now it's my mission to let this person know that I'm not number one trying to hit on them. That I'm not trying to get any info out uh-huh. of them. Because mm. I was worried about that all night too. I was worried when I was talking to certain people and having like a bonding moment that they thought that maybe I was trying to gather information to then have hot tea on the and podcast. And again, you're, you're assuming
1: that this person even knows you have a podcast. Exactly.
0: So I followed this person. Oh my God. And again, I still have no idea what I was saying. I followed this person around trying to convince them of God knows what. Like a puppy dog. I guarantee it was like this, Jess. I guarantee you were like this.
1: I guarantee you're like this.
0: <laughs> oh my god! I'm literally like I'm so embarrassed.
1: <laughs> I can see you with a drink, and, and 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 you're you're spiraling in your head, and you're like, I'm gonna make this casual, and you're like,
0: <laughs> Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. I can see like- you like.
1: Fake bump into them, you know, and being like, oh, uh,
0: oh. I think I did! I can see
1: you going like this. I'm sorry, guys. I'm screaming into the mic. I need to call myself. Like, "Ah!" okay. I guarantee you bumped into them, and you were like, oh, sorry. Just so you know, by the way, I can just, I guarantee you did
0: it like, just so you know, by the way, Becca, you know, you know me annoyingly well, you know that I'm totally, I probably totally did like that, by the way just, thing, because when I'm feeling myself when I'm intoxicated, you know, I'm just kind of like, hi, like you said, like the stepmom vibe, like, hello. Uh, I'm trying to myself back <laughs> to the mic because now it is actually all falling into
1: place. You've told me this story before, but now it's all falling into place where I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, just so you know, like. I say that to a lot of people when I'm drunk. I'm, this is not, and I know
0: what unintentional energy I give off all the time, which is why when whenever Evan and I go to Palm Springs, <laughs> everyone's trying we to have, have every, a, like a all random you. people who are like, "Hey, do you want to swing with us?" And I'm like, "What energy did I give off?" I feel like, oh god, I'm really I'm trying to work on it, um, because that's not what I'm intending most of the time. <laughs> You know, with the people.
1: You know, why work on it? You know, keep the people te- let's teased. Sure, let's tease teased the people. Teased.
0: <laughs> and so, when but I, that's probably what you're doing. You were probably like, oh, uh, mm, it's. Um, but then, but then, I, I maybe this is me being cocky, but number one, I don't normally ever get like drunk. Like, yeah. Like I'll get like maybe a little tipsy, but I normally am like I'm good to go. Um, and even when I am, I do, I have heard from. A good amount of people that like even sober people around me that I like hold myself together well when I am yeah so like I you're normally sloppy. no but I'm saying I normally I'm like I've never been told I'm sloppy I'm good so in this moment I have never had that like weed alcohol situation so when all of a sudden I'm like I've never felt this experience before. And then the level of paranoia and then feeling like I was being sloppy. And of all places in front of these people that I like have been talking shit on that were <laughs> around me, I was like, what am I doing? I was so embarrassed. But but you know what the
1: good thing is, is that you're just probably another drunk girl at the bar.
0: I sure hope so. You know I've, I I've had a con. I've, I've had little texty messages yeah. with some people post yeah. who we were like, I was like, I sure hope that I... Didn't, like because I was hanging out with other people too yeah um and it's all been like good it was yeah. like it was so fun I'm like I think we were all on similar levels but I was just unintentionally farther and hyper paranoid um but that was me broads and I was so embarrassed and I'm not oh, I was so embarrassed I was just like for the <laughs> love of God
1: what's worse if this person
0: has continues forever to have no idea who you are or if they do I sure hope they never know who I am, but I'm pretty sure they do because I'm pretty sure what pod I told them what podcast. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Oh, so they did acknowledge the podcast. Yes, the podcast, but didn't know who I was. I think seeing me.
1: Well, that makes sense. You, they would have to be on YouTube or on Instagram. Most
0: people listen on yeah. yeah, but but. So yeah, that was that. Um, other than my last, and I think it was 30 minutes. I think it was about 30 minutes that I was <sighs> at that place because I was, ki- I felt great. And I was like chilling the whole time. And then it hit me. And I think it this was an only like a two to three minute experience. But again, the paranoia with the weed makes you feel like it's three hours. Yeah. Like time is crawling Cut to it on. being an
1: hour and 15 minutes of you like bumping <laughs> into them seven times. Can
0: you imagine <laughs> if it was so long <laughs> and it went by so fast? and everyone's just like oh my god save them
1: meanwhile where were your friends
0: oh well let me tell you about my friends as I was making an absolute fool of myself um they were making connections building they were building and connecting now (laughs) these two friends of mine are are
1: yes by the way these are the friends you're like, I don't get drunk that much. You just get drunk when your friends when
0: we were with these friends. It's true. I'll blame It's them. only them. It's true. There it's true. I yeah. literally never do except when I'm with them, and I'm gonna blame them. So I'll yeah. just put the blame on them. Um <laughs> No, they were I brought them there. They don't know any bachelor people. Right, right, right. Which is Nor do they care. Nor do they care. No. They are just there to meet the men. Good
1: time, not a long time.
0: Good time, not a long time. They go in and these two are just mingling they are running the party and it's they always do this it's a gift they both have this gift of like they just can run the show so they start yeah
1: (laughs) it's also almost better because they don't know anyone so they don't give a fuck who they're talking to you know that's always the best vibe you're like i don't know who you are i am just chatting with you Uh, everyone in the bachelor so including us is so in their fucking head yeah we're just
0: whatever and 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 they they were killing me by the way because they like when I when I told them the story afterwards we were waiting for the uber and I was again I was spiraling when did you throw up late that night yeah I was spiraling though because this happened right before I ran out and left like I talked to Kyle for a minute and then I yeah I booked it Kyle, Kyle talked you down he he honestly did he really <laughs> did he's a very nice guy um and then also Sarah Coffin <laughs> Sarah Coffin from Pilot Pete's season you know the little blonde mm. so nice I mean the one that so we were lovely. going on
1: and on about how pretty she was.
0: Yes, okay. she's she sends her love by the way. She is just the sweetest angel baby, and she was like introducing she. They, some people were distracting me. God bless them after I did made a fool of myself. Mm-hmm. um But as I'm spiraling, these two, my two friends, they, I was like, oh my god, you guys, I think this person who I used to talk shit on, and I tried to like. You know, overextend myself. And then I got in my head and I feel like I made an absolute fool of myself. And I'm just so embarrassed. And they're literally just like, who the fuck cares? Who cares? (laughs) 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 Whatever. And they're just giving a shit. Yeah. And they were like looking at me and they're like, why do you care? They're like, honestly, famous. Like, this is reality TV. They're like, if it was like, I don't know, Zoe Kravitz. You're, then, then that's something. Then about. you should be embarrassed. Real shit. And I was like, "Thank you real for shit. talking to me." <laughs> real fucking um, shit. But these two, I was bopping around talking to people that I knew from the show, um, or had like DM'd with, or whatever from the show. These two don't know anybody. They're just around the bar, mm. you know. Mm. And they mostly found men who were like plus ones of other people. Mm-hmm. And every time I'd look for them, I'd see them in some other situation mm-hmm. with a whole different group of men just entertaining, mm-hmm. whatever. They were not so much into the Bachelor guys because, in their words, the Bachelor guys cared more about getting content than flirting. It sounds accurate to me. So they were not going... Sounds for, fucking accurate <laughs> So they me. were not going for the Bachelor men because they were like, boo, content, blah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really post on social. Yeah. They're over it. So they're looking for the men. Well, One of my friends ended up finding this guy who was, when I say enamored with her, it was just like next level. And it was like, he was really, he was very good looking. And I'm like, if you're good looking, I'm guessing then, and you know, you're single floating around. This is a judgment call of Mm. mine, but I'm like, is he going to be boring? Mm. So funny. Or not wealthy. Or not wealthy. (laughs) So more was, importantly honestly are spending uh, <laughs> if you're spending 24 hours with someone make sure that they're wealthy okay you're like okay <laughs> okay well this guy um had we ended up talking i, I spoke with him for a little bit and kind of went back but he had good looking funny has a unbelievable backstory mm-hmm. like been through a lot of hardships and is now very successful cool. so he's a cheater he cheats. <laughs> That's his fault. He's a cheater. Uh no. The backstory then made it make sense, or was like, I get why then mm. you're then you know why you're here. Why you're here. Mm. Well, he was just determined that he's like, this is my this is my new girlfriend. Yeah. He was like FaceTiming people being like, this is my new wife, right. da 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 like whatever.
1: Well little do we know he has a wife and five kids at home. Who
0: knows? <laughs> well, this man was insistent that we he was like, I'm gonna show them a good time and the friends are included because we're in san diego together so he's like i'm taking you on my yacht tomorrow i'm then showing you guys so it was like yacht yes okay, uh-huh. okay.
1: i have to hear more about the yacht yes i i, I also want to hear as we talk about the yacht i want to hear more story because <laughs> i know these two friends and every single time you guys go somewhere i think you no, that wasn't recently. Every time you guys go somewhere, some crazy shit happens. And I feel like you haven't really talked about it fully on the podcast. I
0: have not gone into it. And it, it, it there is some hectic shit that goes down. Yes. Okay. And I'm always the mother. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that night well you still work because you were still like oh gosh that's you guys. true it's like even you know, my paranoia like, oh, who fucking cares <laughs> <So> you like <laughs> yellow you're like guys no this is this could impact my and I'm life like, no. and they're literally looking at me they're like you think that's a big deal like that's that's something that makes you feel self-conscious and nervous because you kind of followed someone around and like made them try to uh, yeah
1: okay I want to hear in detail I have to drive home and avoid traffic yes, yes, I want to yes, hear yes. about it next week also two
0: teas. we are we are attending a party this Friday. We are attending a party together, together. which never <laughs> happens. And there's going to be some interesting dynamics at this party, <sighs> to say the least. What drama can we stir up? Well, What drama can we tell you all about in a week? I know you're hoping to avoid someone there.
1: I'm hoping to avoid someone. I'm also hoping to see someone there. I know you're hoping to see someone there. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're trying to figure out how we can make this party a little bit chaotic in a fun way and I have some good ideas and I'm prepared to bring the broads the info about what happened. Mm -hmm. The remainder happened Mm -hmm. in San Diego with my wild friends Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then what chaos Mm -hmm. we will stir up at this party Mm -hmm. because I will be sharp as a tack.
1: I'm going to end up sitting in the corner talking to someone for probably like two hours, but I hope you get some good juicy stories.
0: Oh, I will. Trust me.
1: Can't wait. I think there's going to be some old friends there too that we haven't seen in, I haven't seen in a few years. There
0: is going to be. Some old friends, in with fact, some old history. Some old history. In fact, friends, when we first met, while well, you were still single.
1: Interesting.
0: Okay. Anyway, guys, <laughs> next Thursday, tune
1: in. And next week, you know what we're coming? No, that's actually going to be next Tuesday's episode, because Thursday yes. is going to be our recap, because we're back to yes, we're back to our regular programming yes. of doing.
0: So the next episode you hear, we'll finish up the story. You will, or we will chat about our Friday party, um, and then also tomorrow the broads are or the bros are back excuse me bros are back
1: in town bros are back all right chat soon brads chat soon